Lord. You may be seated. I wonder tonight if there might be just one or two that might want to stand for a moment and give the Lord a word of praise. Hallelujah. Don't want anyone to miss an opportunity to give the Lord thanks for what he has done. Amen. Would there be one tonight? I want to stand. Sister Audrey. Amen. Someone else won't stand tonight before I get into the word tonight. Sister Magine. Amen. Amen. Talked to my sister-in-law for a little while this afternoon. In fact, around 3 o'clock she called the house. And uh, she is just elated. This is her little granddaughter that received a heart transplant. And the nurses and doctors just keep telling them that her strength is just improving so dramatically that they're just amazed at, uh, at what is going on. They thought, anticipated things would be good, but they didn't anticipate that it would go quite this well. So we certainly want to give God the glory. And she sends her love and thanks to the church for their prayers and uh, knowing that it was God that answered prayer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Someone else tonight want to say a word before I get to work. Amen. And this is why we are here tonight. Amen. Serving the Lord in spirit and in truth because we know better than before. And one thing about the Lord, he said he's going to prepare the place for us and he mean it. Sometimes we said something and we back back, but Jesus never changed. That's right, he never changes. Amen. He never ever changes. For his presence here this morning. This morning was just a wonderful, wonderful service. I sat here, I know, hidden somewhat from everybody, but I was just overjoyed with what I, the presence of God that I felt. It just felt so full. And the presence of God is here this evening as well. And I thank the Lord for our ladies' meeting on Tuesday or Monday night. You know, it was a little different. We had no air conditioning, it was warm. <laughs> But we were blessed, and Sister Burrell did such a beautiful job teaching on, on fear. And it blessed my soul, and I've just been blessed all week, and I just love the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sister Magine arrived home, and she told me about the air conditioning situation in the fellowship hall. I said, why didn't you go in the sanctuary? <laughs> she said, I never thought of it. I would have thought of it. <laughs> Praise God. No, don't go there. Don't even go there. <laughs> that was how to stand together. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Truly, we have been blessed today. I'll tell you, the presence of the Lord was so powerful and overwhelming this morning. Throughout the entire service from the very beginning to the end. 
I felt his presence so dramatically and so real throughout the day. And uh, my thoughts today have really, really been very heavily on fringe benefits. I, I, I like fringe benefits. In fact, I'm trying to convince the company I work for to give me a few more. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I invite your attention tonight to Luke chapter 17. And uh, I'll attempt to be brief tonight and get you out of here and home at an early hour. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 17, I want to read verses 15 through 19 in your hearing tonight, and then we'll pray. Hallelujah. Fringe benefits. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says in verse 15, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, talking about the ten lepers that Jesus healed, it said, When one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Where were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, I thank you tonight again for your wondrous mercy. Thank you for the moving of your spirit that we have been privileged to be a part of throughout this day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity we have had here this evening to come together here to worship you. I thank you, Lord, for the worship and for the praise that has gone forth here tonight to give you the glory. We ask you tonight as we come to the portion of the service as we look into your word for a few moments tonight, I ask you to bless and to anoint not only I, your messenger, but you'll anoint each one tonight to receive and to hear what thus saith the word of the Lord. We might leave here tonight strengthened, edified, and encouraged by your holy word, and we thank you tonight. In Jesus' name. Shake hands with someone close by you and say, I'm thankful for the fringe benefits. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I want to thank the, you, you may be seated. I want to thank the worship team, of course, under the leadership of Brother David for such an outstanding job today throughout the worship. Of course, that goes without saying, Brother David just done a phenomenal job in the adult class this morning. I always appreciate that fine teaching. Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus in chapter 2 and verse 11 through 13, exhorting them on the bounty and the glories of them coming to know Jesus Christ. He said, Therefore remember you, referring to the Gentiles, were once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Paul just simply here described the situation between the Gentile nations, between the heathen nations, if you will, and their relationship with God. He said simply this, you were without hope. You had no hope and you were without God in the world. But he said, but now in Christ Jesus. But now in Christ Jesus. You who once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. 
Amen. I was intrigued to, just for my own sake and for the sake of clarification, not that anyone here would not know what it meant when I talk about fringe benefits, but as is defined by Webster, Webster and fringe benefits in the dictionary, by the way, it's, uh, it's an employment benefit, if you will, as, for example, a pension or a paid holiday or health insurance and so forth and so on. Uh, my company furnishes me with a new truck, and along with that new truck, they furnish me a gas car to keep it fueled up, which I am so ever grateful. I don't know that I can afford to fuel it if I didn't have that fuel card. But this is one of my fringe benefits that they provide for me as a, as a, as a manager. And uh, there's other things that corporations and, and, and companies offer as part of their fringe benefits. Uh, I look at my 401K on, on a regular basis, at least quarterly when the report comes in. And, and uh, of course, it's growing, but I would always like for it to grow much faster. Not that I will ever retire, but it's always a nice idea to have a little bumper zone there. But, uh, and that those are part of the fringe benefits, and they're granted by the employer that, and that involves a money cost to the employer without affecting our basic wages. There's nothing comes out of my wages to provide me with this automobile. There's nothing comes out of my wages except I do contribute to my 401K, and the company matches up to a certain, a certain dollar amount. And uh, I get several paid holidays a year, and I have, a, I have accrued about uh, several weeks of, of vacation pay uh, throughout, the, throughout the year and serve several personal days and so forth. And these are all friends' benefits. They do cost the company something, but they do not cost me out of my basic wage. Amen. That's a beautiful thing. Amen. I, I like that, and I, I hope you all just get all the friends' benefits you can stand and then some. But I find over in the 103rd Psalm tonight a very, uh, a very unique and very familiar passage that most of you probably know where David, the psalmist David says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Then he says it again, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. So you see, friends, benefits is not a new idea or a new concept that someone here in the 19th and 20th century has, has come up with. Uh, friends, benefits is probably as old as time itself when you consider uh, uh, the, the concept and the idea of friends, benefits. But David here, using this and bringing it to a spiritual level and a spiritual perspective, he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And he says again, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. But it is important to note there that David doesn't just stop at that cliche or at that phrase, if you will, and let it stop there. He goes through and he describes and brings to the forefront many of the benefits that you and I enjoy as children of God. Yes, there's times it is laborious. There's times we have heartaches. There's times that we incur disappointment. There's times that we go through the normal trials and ups and downs and pitfalls of life, just like everyone else, just because we're a child of God, does not exempt us from all of those things that come as a part of life. Amen? But David goes on here to point out that 
He says one of the friends' benefits of our relationship with Jesus Christ is that He forgives us all our iniquities. What a friend's benefit. I realized a long time ago that I'm not perfect by any means, and I still slip up once in a while and uh, perhaps let my temper get away from me a little bit when dealing with, you know how, you know what I'm talking about. And oftentimes we... Now, I'm not the only one now, so stay with we, we don't have problems. And he says one of the fringe benefits that is so outstanding here is that he forgives us of all of our iniquities. What a beautiful thing to note that far above and beyond the fact that he has provided for us eternal life, he continuously forgives us of all of our iniquities. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. We can, we can confess our sins. And if we are, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Then David says that he heals all of our diseases. I'm reminded of Isaiah when he said, and with his stripes, we are healed. Just another one of the fringe benefits that David points out uh, that we enjoy as a, as a product of our relationship and our knowledge of Jesus Christ. He says he heals us of our diseases. He redeems our life from destruction. Amen. He redeems our life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Part of the French benefit. That